Guys, I apologize for the delay. It was Buzz's bunch, and so I wanted to say hello to all of those kids. And then, um, that took some time. And then, uh, my dad and his wife were here, and their daughter and her family. And uh, my stepmom's mom is here, and she's 82. And uh, she's never seen me coach a game, so I wanted to take a picture with her. Um, it was the best defensive rebound percentage game we've had. Very encouraging. 79% of their shots, we got the rebound. That's critical for our team. A season low of turnovers with only six, that's critical for our team. Um it's imperative that we get a shot. High turnover rates prevent a shot, prevent a free throw attempt, prevent an offensive rebound. And then on the other end, if they get a shot and they only get one, then it prevents an extra shot or an extra opportunity for a free throw attempt or a made basket. And so in that regard, fabulous. Um, there are still a lot of things that we have to work on uh, with an inexperienced team and an inexperienced team together. But the most important thing going forward, other than those stats, is can we play with a high level of energy, a high level of care, and a high level of discipline more than parts of each half? I thought we were really good in that regard in the second half and two up and down in that regard in the first half. How much was Q a stabilizing force, did you think, when things got a little wonky? You've probably heard me say this to you before. Q's a magnet. And a magnet is a blessing and a curse. I said that to him at Christmas of his first year here. And I don't know that he necessarily understood it. But he completely understands it now. And just... Um, just because you're old doesn't mean you're a leader. And just because you know the words to say doesn't mean you're a leader. Your, your words and your actions have to match up. And even if you don't use a lot of words, but your actions are the example needed relative to energy and maturity and discipline, then at least there's an example to follow. And when you're dealing with an inexperienced team, and an inexperienced team together. We, we need more examples. And if the words are said, that's, that's good too. But a coach-led team can only ha be so good, and there's a distinct stealing to it. But when there's a player-led team, you have a chance to be good. There are some good things that we can do. It's the consistency of doing those things. Not that we're going to be perfect, not that we have to be robots, not that we're not going to make mistakes, but they know all of the words and they know what we're trying to do. But we have to do those things with a high level of energy, a high level of discipline and a high level of, uh, of focus. And I thought Q was very good in that regard tonight and uh, very encouraging. I think it's his career high uh, in points. I believe it's his career high in rebounds and I would say it's probably his career high playing more than 20 minutes with zero turnovers. Those are all really important things. He had 
I think we had um, double-digit guard rebounds, which is critical. We, we played most of the second half with only two go-gets, but yet for the game, we rebounded 79% of their misses. And a large part of that is because Dre had four defensive rebounds. Q had six defensive rebounds. Haas had one. Like those uh, uh, four had three. Last game he had four. Those, those are critical because that means our guards are in the fight. Is, is there one moment or one little part of a player play that stands out where, where Q was those, those actions kind of shown through? Uh, when I called the first time out in the second half, he got beat off the bounce and he stayed in the drive. He didn't reach. He didn't stop. He stayed in the drive. The kid misbobbled the ball. And I think Marcus probably got credit for the steal, but it was Q staying in the drive that led to that. You talk about Q and his ability, but Aaron Cash has. Uh, it changes our team, as you know. Just, just pick one. Don't matter how tall. Will you play really, really hard? Can you make sure that your guy doesn't get the rebound? And then there's a high probability that you get it. And then on the other end, when Texas A&M has the ball, if you don't know anything else or you mess up everything else, but when the ball's in the air, you act like it's a loose ball and you get it. But even if you don't get it, the rate at which you're going causes somebody or some more than one body to have to take up space. Now it ends up having a chance for somebody else to get it. He had, he played, he had two rebounds in two minutes and 59 seconds in the first half. And he played 14 minutes, 40 seconds. He had six offensive rebounds. And when I pulled him out at the end, I told him, I said, and I've been saying this to him, and this is not saying that I'm the reason why. If you get the offensive rebound and you don't have to dribble, score. If you get the offensive rebound and you have to dribble to score, don't dribble and throw it out. He missed three layups in our last game because he had to dribble to score and miss the layup. But tonight, I, I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty confident the number is 15. Those six offensive rebounds threw it out, no matter if that person shot a dagger or not, it turned into 15 points for us. That that changes our team because we got an extra possession. And then his physicality around the rim, even when it, he doesn't get it, it causes another two hands or four hands to have to be where those are. And now it's going to be an unclean rebound. And if our guards are in the fight, now our guard – his presence at the rim is a portion of why our guards got the defensive rebounds he got. Is there any coincidence that your two energy guys or your two JUCO guys? I'll start crying if I talk about JUCO guys. <laughs> yeah, I think it matters. I, I think it, it, I shouldn't say that. I, I, I've been through this early in my career with all those JUCO guys at Marquette and the Sweet 16 and a press conference and all of that stuff. Yeah, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but uh, regardless of their path to Texas A&M, those guys played with the mentality, an edge, a competitiveness that you have to play with to win.
regardless of the level. And then from your perspective, a team that comes in like three thirties in three point shooting percentage uh, in the nation. Yeah. So uh, where you catch, you can't shoot. So uh, Logan's on the right wing and uh, Travis is in the left corner and Logan drives it baseline and I'm guarding Travis. I have to stop Logan. Well, somebody else on my team, because I'm helping the kid that Logan's guarding, somebody has to help me. And our help in that rotation was late and too deep. In other words, I w- the a guy that was helping me was running to the paint instead of running towards Travis. And so now when Logan passes it to Travis, the guy that's supposed to help me, the closeout's from me to Corey. It's too long. Whether they can shoot or not, if you have that long of a closeout, it doesn't really matter if you can shoot or not. It's an uncontested shot. And we gave up too many of those in the first half, way too many in the first half. And then uh, Mo gave up one in the second half, I know. Yeah, step to the cover two. I go to help. Somebody's got to step to it. You got to step towards Corey, not step towards the same boards I'm standing on. Coach, you've mentioned a couple of times energy. Q mentioned they need to play with more energy. Is that something you can work on, or is that just something that they have to learn to do? You fight how you train. If if you're only gonna fight and train on game days, then it's gonna be too inconsistent. And so you can't just say it's when it's a game or when it's the last non-conference game or when it's the first conference game. You you fight how you train. And so we have to continue to modify how we train because our inconsistency is not coming from all of the time lack of execution. Your execution will improve if your energy is at a high level. Your 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 discipline will improve if your execution is at a high level. Your communication will improve and be louder if your energy is at a high level. If your energy is low, it doesn't really matter if the execution is good or any of the coaching clinic words. It doesn't matter because the energy is so low that that has to change. And so we have to change how we train because it's been too inconsistent. And it like, like I was telling Bubba, it, you, and I've said it to you guys, it, forget all that we're a second-half team. That's like for a tweet. That, that, that doesn't help us. And it, and it kind of sort of through 13 games, well, start this person. Never mind. Change this. Change this. Change this. That's part of trying to figure it out. That's part of inexperience. That's part of the purpose of non-conference. But if the changes are always based on the same reason, we had four guys – with a negative double digit plus or minus in the first half. You can't say that's because you don't know the play or you don't know the scouting report. It has to boil down. Can we play really hard? And by playing really hard, that is energy to some extent. That will increase your discipline level. That will increase your communication level. And that will overcome some of the actual mistakes that you're making. Anything else for Coach? Thanks, Coach. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it.